What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Gemini Minded Podcast. It's your girl Gooch, and I'm back with another banger. <laughs> oh my goodness. <clears throat> so I don't know if I sound different to you guys or what, but um I have some new equipment. So yeah, hopefully I sound a little clearer. You might hear my throat extra, extra loud. <laughs> So yeah, um, I got to get used to this. I don't know, like, I got to remember to speak into the mic and all that. So yeah, um, this is gonna take some getting to um, getting some used to some some adjustments or whatever. But um, yeah, so I have the camera going. I feel like I need a camera person because. I don't know. This is this is going to be weird. I I really I might need to change the angle of it. I don't know. I'm not about to worry about that right now because that is take away from from everything. So yeah, I didn't do I didn't do an intro or whatever because I'm just trying to get this stuff figured out. <laughs> so that's kind of why I've been away. I haven't I haven't posted any or uploaded any podcasts. Um, within like, probably like two weeks or whatever. So yeah, bear with me. But what I really wanted to do, I wanted to get on here and do like a mental, a mental check-in. I really love having those because I feel like those are very important and it's very needed. Um... We all kind of go through stuff, um, different strokes for different folks. You know, <clears throat> some people experience greater loss than others. You know, some people experience a lot of um, financial un- unstableness, um, housing unstableness, just a lot of different things when it comes to their health. It's like unstable. Um, so, you know, We all go through our different situations that tampers with our mental health. And I just, I just feel like it's important for me to always circle back around to how important it is to protect your mental health. Like it needs to be protected at all costs. Like when they say, oh, this person, they found a cure for AIDS or they found a cure for this, or this person did this, that, and the third. And they say like, you know, we need to protect this person at all costs. To make sure, you know, that nothing happens to them. Like, they are royal to us. They are people, you know, we know how it go. Like, you know, they say that the how the conspiracies go where they say, like, oh, if somebody's, you know, finding a cure for something, they don't want them around. We know about the Dr. Sabies and all that type of stuff. So that's basically <clears throat> how I feel you should treat your mental health. Like, protect it at all costs. Treat your mental health as if, you know, your mental... You know, basically treat your mental health as the reason for your living. That's the reason why you are alive is because of you maintaining a healthy, a healthy mental. Like you have to understand that the people that are not here, the people who have possibly, you know, um, ended their lives or, you know, the people who are on these different types of medicine, who are in hospitals and stuff like that, you know, that's. 
that gets that's to the point where like you have allowed your mental health to fail so much is that you don't have control over it over it anymore and we have control over it a lot of times people say like oh like um I can't I can't help that I feel these ways or I can't help this or I can't help that remind yourself every day that you make the choice you make the choice to put yourself in certain situations you you wake up and you have you have the ability to allow your life to go in a certain direction and no no we don't have control over every single thing every single thought every single being or even the people around us we don't have control over these things but what we do have control over is ourselves and sometimes it's all about placement it's all about the people that you decide to place yourself around the type of environment you choose to live in the type of environment you choose to work in the type of environment that you choose to frequent like these are the things that tampers with your mental health it's the things it's the behaviors that we practice on a regular basis I say it over and over again you don't have to answer every phone call you don't have to be everything for everybody you don't have to you gotta you gotta worry about being all those things for yourself, making sure that you're 100%, making sure that you can make it mentally from point A to point B, from being able to get up and care for yourself, to be able to um, provide for yourself and your family. Like you have, you have control over that. Life is hard. Yes, life is hard. But a lot of the things that we go through in life, they're created based off of the things that we've, allowed in our life the relationships that you allow yourself to continue to be in these things you have control over nobody is is forcing you to do a lot of these things like you have the control you have to understand that you have to take take responsibility for the things that you do have control over when it comes to your life your mental health is yours but the thing about it is the things around you can damage it. The things around you can diminish it. Certain things like death. We cannot control death. It's inevitable. I can understand somebody at their wit's end because they're suffering a great loss. I can get that. I can understand that. But you have to, you have to do the proper things to aid it, to make sure that that you're that you're not that you, I hate when I do <laughs> I'm sorry but I I just I hate I hate when people constantly place themselves in situations where they know is not good for them like like I said you cannot you cannot control the inevitable you just can't there's no there's no way around it. you cannot control the inevitable so why why even try? Well, I'm not talking about the things that are inevitable, but the things that you do have control over, do something about it. Do something about it. You you have to make that change for your life. I realized the things that were making me the most stressed, the, the things that were making me the most down, depressed, 
I never wanted to believe I was the type of person that was depressed. I never believed that I was I was a stressed person. I didn't identify those things in my life. I just didn't. I didn't think I was that. I, I felt like if I allow these things, these titles to loom over me or to be a part of me, that I was a weak person. I was a weak individual if I allowed these things. But the thing about that is, a lot of times that's inevitable. Some You can't control stress. Sometimes you just get overloaded and there's nothing you can do about it. You're at your wit's end. And yes, now you're depressed. Now you don't have the desire or the urge to get up, to go about your day, to go to work, just to function, just to eat. You know, the things that that's going to help you to survive. You don't even have the energy to do these things. And it's important that we recognize the signs of things like it's important that we go get help. People do not want to get help. People, for whatever reason, I know it's it's been passed on from, you know, generation to generation, but it's time to let it go. It's time to let go the stigma of, oh, that's what we people, I don't need that. That's for white people. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's. it's time to let it go. It's time to let it go. I'm telling you guys, and which I'm, I'm sure I've said it over and over again. I realized that I did not have the control over my life that I thought that I had. The control that I usually had in my life was dwindling away. And I felt like this is not me. Now I'm really starting to feel weak. Now I'm really starting to feel stressed. Now I'm really starting to feel depressed. Like the things that I used to, I used to kind of push away and just didn't identify myself with. I started realizing like, hey, this is starting to look like me. This is starting to look like my reality. This is what, this is what I am becoming. And if I don't do something about it, I don't know where I will be mentally. I don't think of my life being ended by suicide. That's just not who I am. But I had no clue where my thoughts would have went if I did not get some type of help, if I did, did not get some type of control over my situation, over my whole being. I just didn't understand what was going on with me, but I just know. And I just knew within my heart, like, I haven't experienced this type of loss. I haven't experienced these type of emotions. I haven't experienced this type of pain, this type of grief. I've never experienced it to the extent and the, the, the degree that I was experiencing it. And I had so many different things going on at one time. I had heartbreak. I had grief. I had um, despair. Um, just so many different things that were attacking me all at once. And I was just like, I can't, I can't control my emotions. I can't control my mental. I don't know what's going on, but I know I need some help. And I reached out and got the help that I needed. And I can't even tell you how long it's been. <clears throat> Honestly, I don't know. I don't know how long it's been. But what I do know is that I am very grateful. <laughs> I can say that with a smile. I'm very grateful because the thing about it is, it's not like I was batshit crazy and to the point where I just was like, I'm ready to just kill everybody. I'm ready to do this. I'm ready. Like, it was just like, I just needed to feel at peace. I needed to feel like I, I could call on somebody. I needed to, I needed to listen in the ear. 
I needed a genuine listening ear, an unbiased listening ear. Somebody who does not know me, somebody who does not know my situation, somebody who does not know me from a can of paint. That is what I needed. That is what I got. And when I tell you it was one of the best things that ever happened for me is because I did not realize for so many years that this is something that I needed. The thing that I provide for everyone around me, that listening ear, that calm, I wasn't receiving that because if I'm that person, then that's just it. I'm that person. But I did not know that what I was given needed to also be reciprocated. I needed reciprocation, reciprocation for my, for my emotions, for my needs, for my desires, for my hurt, for my heartache, for, for all the things that I experienced as a human, that we all experience as a human. But I didn't, I didn't get to express that because I was the strong person. You get what I'm saying? I was the strong person who always, who always kept it, kept it together. Oh, you'll be okay. You'll be fine. Of course, especially coming, coming from someone like me, I have issues. I have a, I have a problem. How? When I'm so good at leading people back to, you know, back to their calm, back to their happy place. How could I ever not know how to do that same thing for myself? <laughs> but that's exactly how it goes. Like, you can be whatever and whoever to whoever, but that don't mean you can be that same way for yourself. Recognize that you need help. Even if it's somebody close to you and you, you're not used to venting or you don't, just find somebody let them know like what you're going through. Like, look, I'm going through a couple of things. I just need somebody to listen to me. I just really want somebody to give me just some, some, um, you know, some genuine advice, some genuine feedback. You know, I'm just going through some stuff and I just need to vent right now. I just need to unleash. And a lot of times when we're venting, we're not looking for a response. We're not looking for someone who's going to um, have a lot of feedback. Sometimes you just want someone to listen and someone who just to really get you and really understand where you're coming from. And it's important to have that because you can really, you can really lose it being everything for somebody else and you not having nothing. It's like, you're not going to ask for that. It's not something you ask for. You know, you just find, it just, it just happens to be that way. You just have somebody who's, who's like that for you. And that's just how it goes. You know, like, I don't know. You just have to, I don't know. It's so hard. It's hard because if a person is naturally not a listener, then are they naturally going to listen to you? You know what I'm saying? Are they naturally going to just like not give any input? Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's why it's good to go get professional help. Like I'm saying, if you don't have the money or whatever, you know, there's plenty of things out here. Go check out Fiverr. It's um, things um, on that platform where you can get, you know, some advice or whatever for the low <laughs> just different you know it's it's different things um it's grants and stuff out here that that provides funding and stuff for um therapy especially for minorities it's stuff out here so google guys y'all always on these phones always on these phones do something that's going to be beneficial to you instead of being in somebody's fucking business because that's number one why everybody is so stressed out because they're so worried about everybody the fuck else. Now I'm getting serious with everybody. 
Now, I've been serious, but now I'm getting a little stern because everybody is living their life to to mirror somebody else's life. Everybody want to be like the influencers. Everybody want to be like the fucking celebrities. Like, everybody want to be like the Instagram models and stuff. Like, be yourself. That's the reason why you're so stressed out because you're, you're too busy trying to keep up. You want somebody else's pockets and somebody else's tax bracket that ain't even got nothing to do with you. You over here... You know, with um Benny Hanna money and you trying to go eat at red or what whatever else. You know what I'm saying? Like stay in your lane. Like and ain't nobody saying you can't get to that lane, but it's all about your own time and your own destiny. I cannot stress it enough. You have to know what fits your lifestyle. Your lifestyle, not their lifestyle. Their lifestyle don't have nothing to do with you. Yeah, it's so it's okay to, you know, like to think, oh, okay. I like what they have going on, but stop admiring people so much. Stop wanting to be like people so much. Stop trying to rush your blessings. Stop trying to rush your calling because you're trying to catch up to somebody else's. That's not how it go. That's why so many people are so stressed out because they're so busy worried about social media that they sit up on all day long, <clears throat> 12 to 15 hours out the day, worrying about what the next motherfucker doing that ain't going to never see you, don't care nothing about you, Y'all ain't going to never cross paths. Why do y'all care so much? That's one of the main reasons. Everybody's so worried about what the next person is doing. Now you sad, stressed, and depressed because so-and-so about to get married. And you've been dating whoever you've been dealing with for 10 years. And he ain't thought about giving you a ring. Wake up. Wake up. You don't even know what these people have been through to get to where they at. You don't even know how 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 long they had to stay down until they came up. Stop worrying about the next person. Y'all don't know people's dirt. Y'all don't know people's real story. Y'all don't know the nitty gritty. Y'all just see what's all cute, what's diamonds, what's shining, what's, what look good. That's what, that's all y'all see. That's crazy. Like, come on now. It's time for people to wake up. I'm going I'm to um, take a little break. All right. <laughs> I'm back with another banger, but no. <laughs> so I'm done being mean or whatever. But yeah, I just feel like <sighs> y'all get what I'm saying. Y'all get exactly what I'm saying and Stop letting other people's life dictate your next move, okay? That's, I promise, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but no, like, for real though, like, I really feel like people just need to respect their own, their own purpose, their own lane. Like, just respect that. Like, what's for you is for you. Nobody can take that from you, okay? Nobody. Nobody can take that from you. And um, yeah. Sorry, guys. Y'all, I still won't be. I still won't be giving y'all any visuals. Not yet, because I gotta return my camera because it's not giving me what I need to. What I need, and I'm the type of person. Like I, I, I ain't gonna even lie. Sometimes my packages, I just want to know that they're secure. I just want to know they here in my face or whatever. But sometimes. I don't even do nothing with them until I'm ready to do something with them. So all my packages was open. I examined them and I seen how stuff worked or whatever, but I didn't really get the full scope 
of how my camera was supposed to be going or whatever. And I don't like it. I don't like it. It ain't giving. So, yep, that's just that. So now I'm, I really got to go. I got to go let some people. I ain't going to let nobody finesse me, but I'm going to let them, you know, lightweight kind of sway me into, you know, the best that I should get. Because, you know, when you just getting stuff on Amazon, like you going off reviews and stuff and you just like, oh, okay, that's price efficient. That look like it'd be good. It ain't. No, that ain't. It ain't given. So I, I don't. I don't want it. So we got to go back. I'm ready to get on YouTube. I'm ready to give y'all some visuals. I know y'all want to see me. Y'all know I'm looking a little spicy and all this. <laughs> Woo. But no, like it's not giving. And then the audio was cool when I first did like a little sneak snippet or whatever. It was cool. Then when I put the mic on, I don't know. The sound was gone. It's crazy. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing, you know. I just do my little research, do watch a little few YouTube videos, read up on some stuff. You know, I'm just trying to figure stuff out. I'm not really savvy when it comes to certain stuff. I'm old school. <laughs> I'm old school when it comes to this technology. I need my old camera. Like, I need the whatever, okay? I didn't got my New York accent. I ain't, I ain't even from New York, but whatever. So, Yeah. <laughs> Just know what's for you, okay? Please. I am so tired of it. I'm sick and tired because a lot of stuff could be avoided a lot. If we just stayed in our own fucking lane and minding our own fucking business, everything would be peaches and fucking cream. I mean, I ain't gonna say that, but it'd be a lot better. Might it'd be a lot better. It might just be cream. It might not have the peaches with it, but you know, it'd be a little bit better. Stop bringing the bullshit on yourself. Stop dragging your own self down because you are your you are part of your own demise your biggest threat your biggest enemy trust and believe look in the mirror you want to know who your enemy is it's yourself it's you <laughs> it is you that's crazy wait a minute real crazy not even playing so yeah um, I'm trying to see if I can turn these up. Listen, I need a production team. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, I don't know. Because for me, this is, this is something that is exhilarating. Like, I'm sorry. I just got to go there. Like, this is exhilarating for me. Like, I enjoy doing this. Like, I... This is what I enjoy doing. I don't want it to become a job because I'm not going to like doing it. I don't have time for all the technicalities. Like, I definitely would pay somebody to come and do everything I need to be done because I don't have the patience. And when my patience is being tampered with, that's when my mental be like, oh, oh no. Like, I know my lane. So, yeah. But I wanted to segue on to some other things. I, I was going to just, you know, I couldn't just come on here with that. You know, I got to give y'all a little bit of something else. You know, some extra little funniness, a little craziness that the world seems to provide us every second. But, um, <laughs> why? Y'all probably already know what I'm about to say, but why the fuck is somebody tackling Dave Chappelle? What was the point? <laughs> you couldn't even tackle this man right. 
he did like a little stumble and then fell by himself. Like your tackle had no impact on him. I just want to know what be wrong with people. You come, you come to an event, you come to a show and you coming on trash. Like who sent you? What what was your reason? Like people, <laughs> people are nuts. Like I would never. And then y'all y'all see the way he hit. They had his arm flipped backwards. This man, this man came out of the. <laughs> he came out of the event, an alien. His arm was flipped backwards. Like I never seen nothing like it in my life. Was it worth it? <laughs> what is wrong with people? And then, <laughs> here go Chris Rock. He had to come in at the right time. He couldn't even do this at his own show. Oh, was that was that Will Smith? Like, Kiki, haha. I guess. Whatever. I'm not going to even do that because that man was innocent. He, he was... He was just doing his job. They say it's people that write write the jokes and stuff for these shows. Everything that I know about life to date is a lie. So that's probably true. You know, <laughs> they probably do be back there writing stuff. I mean, I think I, I believe that. So he he probably didn't even know what the hell the shit meant that he said. I don't know, but yeah, um, people are crazy every single day. I am reassured how crazy people are. Like every single day, I'm never, I'm never like <laughs> let down by by people being crazy as hell. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, can y'all please turn y'all crazy down a little bit? Like, we are we're tired of dealing with it. We just we would love to just have a little little simple little break. That's it. Not nothing major. Just just. Just a little small break, maybe like, uh, maybe like two days without craziness. I think that that is suffice. Like, I think that'd be good enough. <laughs> oh goodness, I'm just outdone. Like, it's no reason for it. Um, any anything else? Oh, so I don't think I. I'm trying to think. It's been a while. Excuse me if I'm being repetitive. I don't know. But um, I can't stand, stand a little rainbow head rap. Y'all know who I'm talking about. I can't stand him. Why is he messing with the little, the, the um, Dirk lookalike? Why is he bothering this little boy? I don't even know how old he is, whatever. He looks young. I don't know. But regardless... Of the age or whatever the case may be. This man has no beef. With none of y'all. So why are you taking out whatever you got on the real dirt? Like you ain't gonna even catch dirt. He's uncatchable obviously because. <sighs> yeah. I'm gonna just leave that alone. The internet is on his ass enough. But. You wouldn't even. You wouldn't even do none of this. If you was around this man. Like you wouldn't even have the opportunity to do none of this. Like. And to me, I feel like he's untouchable because he's out here. He's always out here doing some foul shit. Like, he's untouchable. Like, and you supposed to be the worst of the worst. Like, the streets hate a rat and all this type of stuff. And this man is just out here making money. Buku money. He just out here bullying motherfuckers, threatening little kids, whatever he be doing. He just be doing a lot. <laughs> a whole lot. 
And you it's like, what was, what's the reason? I ain't even seen the little perky old, dirky old, whatever. I ain't even seen him no more since that. I've seen that he was like on live and he had said something like, yeah, I don't know. He had like a little accent. Everybody trying to figure out where he's from. What he's saying, what he's talking about. I don't know why he did that. I told him whatever. What was the reason? <laughs> like, I am so tired of him. I'm tired. Like, he's making a comeback. He was hiding out for a long time. I didn't. I forgot about the man. Now he back with a vengeance. Like, sit the fuck, sit down somewhere. And that's what I be saying. Like, y'all be trying to compete with people like him. Like, he's clearly one of the devil's favorite because <laughs> he's just out here wilding it. He's like, what the fuck? Hey, this who y'all want to be. Like, y'all, like, this who y'all got to compete, compete with. Everybody want to wake up depressed and shit. Like, you, you were, you willing to play on, play devil's advocate for this life? <laughs> Come on now. But yeah, it's, it's wild. Real wild. Pretty wild. Um, <laughs> okay, so I had been wanting to ask this. I'm going to segue into something else, but you know what? Y'all don't even, it don't even matter. Oh, wait a minute. So that's why I had saw a video and it was like, <laughs> I wonder if I have it. Let me see if I got it. But I'm going to just, you know. It was about, would you rather have, okay, here we go. I found it. Hey, ow, ow. I'm on my stuff. I ain't been here in a while, but I'm on my stuff. So I'm going to let y'all hear it or whatever. So wait, I got it. Okay. Would you rather find out your man is cheating or your man is bisexual? <laughs> what the f uh-huh. Cheating or bisexual? Is he bisexual and cheating or just bisexual? She like just f***ing not love. Bisexual. Cheating. Cheating. Bisexual. Ooh, cheating. Ooh, cheating. That my man is cheating. That my man is a cheater. The bisexual. Probably that he's bisexual. That he's bisexual. I'd rather find out that he's bisexual. I'd rather find out he's cheating. I'd rather find out he's cheating. I ain't gonna lie. I would rather find out that he's cheating. I'd rather find out that he's cheating so I can whoop his <laughs> I mean, bisexual, maybe. I don't f with that cheating. I'm gonna say bisexual because if you've been cheated on, you just know. You know what I'm saying? That feeling in your chest. Okay, I'm gonna just stop right there because it's about 800 bitches on there. And I, you're not bitches, but bitches. What up? <laughs> um, listen. I already said that cheating ain't the worst thing nobody could do, okay? That ain't the worst thing nobody could do. <sighs> but baby, baby, B-A-B-Y, why, 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 do you got to be by? <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, for me, I can't do I just, I don't want to, I... <laughs> Listen, certain shit, like I'm just going to circle back around to the mental. Certain shit is going to play on your mental, baby. And being me dealing with somebody that's bisexual is going to play with my mental every second. Because if I got to, even, even after I'm done with you, even after I dump you or whatever, like, you know, this is just not, this is not for me. And I don't have a, 
I don't have an issue with people and their preferences. I don't have an issue. If this is your preferences, this, if this is what you like, I respect you for being honest. Thank you so much. But could you have been honest a little bit sooner so I did not have to be in a relationship with you? So this could not have went any further than where it started. Okay. Let's be honest. Number one. Because am I finding this out pre? Okay. <laughs> I need to know if, I, if, I, if I'm finding this out beforehand because no. Even even after, that's just going gonna, gonna to cut even deeper because it's like, dang, now you got to deal with like, I wonder if he was talking to other people or I wonder if he was thinking of, you know, so-and-so when he was with me. And that's just my thoughts. Not to be, not to be, oh, she's homophobic and all this type of stuff. No, that's just how I feel. I have my own preference. I have my own feelings towards things. And guess what? Everybody needs to learn how to be honest with everybody around them and with themselves. That's not something I'm willing to deal with. No, I do not like cheaters. I'm done with you. If you're a cheater, was cheater, cheeto. If you're a cheeto, I don't like cheetos. But no, <laughs> I'm done with you. If you're a cheater too, because that's just something that my mental health is not ready to deal with. That's not something is is willing to deal with. It's a deal breaker. Whether it's the worst thing that I feel like somebody can do to me or not, it's still a deal breaker for me. And then they also say. That the thing about a cheating man is that after he cheats on you, he never trusts you again. <laughs> Do you hear me? He never trusts you. He never trusts you. You? Me? Little old me? You don't trust me because why? Because you cheated on me, so now you don't trust me. And it's because you feel like. I'm going to always try to get you back. That's what they say. I feel like you want always try to get you back. Always going to have one up on you. Always going to be trying to do something sneaky. You're going to be doing like, that's wild. It's so weird how you can flip something after you did something. Now the tables have turned and flipped on me for no apparent reason <laughs> because you're going to be insecure. But you made yourself insecure. Just weird. That's very weird to me. But um, yeah. So I really, I really don't want to deal with that because I'm just, call me old fashioned, I guess. I don't know. I have a preference. Fuck you if you don't like it. I don't want a man that I feel like, <sighs> oh my God. I just don't want a man that I feel like is into something that's like, I feel like is emasculating. I like a masculine man. I feel like me. Like, it's not even a feeling. It's it's what it is. A man is supposed to be masculine. For It's like, it's in the genes. It's embedded. It's like, it's genetic. It's scientific. That's how it's supposed to be. And that's what I like. I don't want someone who's, a, who's flip-flopping and not sure and just all over the place. For me, that's greedy. You're being greedy. You feel like you don't have to choose, so you're going to dibble and dabble and everything? No, ma'am. And I'm not calling that man a ma'am. I'm saying just no ma'am. No sir, no ma'am. No whoever. I'm not with it. I'm not rolling with it. I don't. I don't want to be a part of it. That's just what it is. So, yeah. <laughs> 
they was like, oh, these these girls, some weirdos. And I just want to know. I don't know. I guess I don't even I can't even say why did they they feel like they was weirdos, because I guess the ones that was like, oh, I'd rather them be bi. I'd rather them be. I don't know. But for me, that's just my that's just me. I don't rather either, but I definitely am not rolling with that one. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I'm going to just leave it at that because that's just what you got to do, okay? Just leave it alone. <laughs> I seen this week. I don't know. Um, I, be, I need to unsave stuff once I get finished with it so I can know, like, all right, I'm done with you. So I'm going to let this one go. All right, you got to go, baby. <laughs> I really feel... <laughs> I really, I'm funny. I don't know. So, I had like the tweet that said, I wish people, I wish people would come with with a 30 second trailer so I can see what I'm getting myself into. And ain't that the truth? Like what? Oh my goodness. If I would have seen some 30 second trailers, you know, like 10, 15 years ago, baby, I could have wasted, I could have wasted it. I did waste. I could have... Nope, never mind. Let's reverse that because I reversed that talk. I haven't wasted anything. But I would have not been with people who wasted their time. But no, I could have avoided some craziness if I would have seen a 30-second trailer. Like, it would have sped up and it would have just let me know everything in a little quick little wound to wop. I'm like, up oh, next caller. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would have been done. I wouldn't have even, I wouldn't have even been started. <laughs> would, have, would have been uh, over. So, like, yes, I, I feel that 100%. Like, let me had to get, let, let me would have had some 30 second trailers on some people. It would have been nothing. It wouldn't have even been a thought. You would have just been a thought. So, yeah. And that's crazy. But that's some real stuff. Like, oh, here I go. <clears throat> Want to be, be a burp queen. Like, come on. Every time I get to talking, like, what is this about? Jeez, I can talk all day to whoever about whatever, and I don't. Maybe I don't realize that I don't know, but I don't be feeling like I'm just like want to just burp my insides out. Like I hate that I have to talk about this all the time, but I'm not just going to be on here doing these things and I, you know, not saying something. I get I, I got a little bit of coat about myself. <laughs> oh goodness. Um, so I wanted to, I'm going to put a soundbite in, of course, and then I'll just, I'll play the soundbite first and then I will speak my piece or whatever. So wait a second. But I've been divorced before, you know, my first marriage, we made all of the mistakes. Unfortunately, he passed away. So why did you guys get a divorce? Because I really wanted something different. It's very unfortunate because he was the most loving, kind person. I I had all the love and support that I could have ever wanted. But I think I went through a period wanting money. Like I wanted to be with someone and be at a different level. And I saw him work all of the time. It's it's one thing to like work and work and work from like 4 a.m. to 10 p.m. at night, day in, day out, and still have no resources. And for me to work, do the same, and just want a different life. So, long story short, 
you wanted a different life and lifestyle than he was able to provide. And so you said, you know what, this, I'm out of here. I need more money. Um, I was selfish and took advantage of a real unfortunate situation, which was he loved me and David unconditionally, completely unconditionally. And when you love someone like that, you really accept their flaws and you accept less than what you should. So really, I should have been a better wife. Every time we saw each other, like you knew that was your soulmate, right? I mean, so he was your soulmate. It's hard because I knew how he still felt about me. He just loved you. He really did. And you broke his heart. Oh, I don't cry too. <laughs> hey, okay. <laughs> so, mm, that's a hard pill to swallow because love or money. That's what I be saying. Love or money. Like, what would you choose? Because at the end of the day, he's working, working, working to get the money. Or whatever. You're not really seeing them like that. The money is not really there like that. But the love is unconditional. The feelings that you have is so real. And it's like, yes, we know love doesn't pay the bills and stuff like that. And blah, blah, blah. We know that. We already know that. But when you have that real genuine love, you and your person, y'all can make something happen together. It's like. Y'all can come up to y'all can come up with a different way to bring the money in. And it's like it can be more money. And it's like you don't have to work as much because y'all doing, you know, something that's bringing in more revenue so that y'all can have more time to spend with each other and to love on each other and to just appreciate each other. And ultimately, I really feel like he probably died from a broken heart. Like, I really believe that is like a true statement. Like people die from a broken heart. And um it sucks that people really choose, you know, money over somebody, something, something that is real, that is present, that is breathing, that has all these things and all these different characteristics. And you would choose materialistic things. It's just, it's sad. And then it's like, at the end of the day, you're living with regret. This person is gone. This person is dead and gone. And you're crying, speaking about this person in the interview that you know was somebody who genuinely loved you. And now you may have a lot of money and then you don't have that. And you can never get that back because you broke that person to the point of no return. That sucks. And that's just really something to think about. Like when you, when you sitting around being grimy, being malicious to get a bag, that shit ain't gonna last. Like, people, you need real, genuine people around you who got your back. Like, no matter what, because we all gonna we all gonna have moments where we where we low, where we ain't got nothing. But you, it's better to have somebody to go through that shit with than to be alone by yourself. Because that's what's gonna kill you. Not having nobody, not not feeling that real, genuine love, not feeling that comfort or that support. That's what kill people. 
being alone and the way people always be like, oh, you need to learn how to be alone. You know, you need to know how to be yourself. But we was brought into this world not to be alone. We were brought into this world to to coexist with other people and to to love on other people and to build a family and build a foundation. Like we need other people in this world, whether we want to admit it or believe it or feel that. Like that is one hundred percent true. And it's like it don't matter how much you try to fight it, how much you think you this independent person i don't need you i don't need this i don't need that like we need that that's why people were so brokenhearted and so so down bad because a lot of the times it don't have nothing to do with health issues and stuff it's it's the it's works of the heart it's the heart that is suffering it's the heart like it need your heart needs love your heart needs it needs pureness. It needs genuineness. Your heart needs love. <laughs> Your heart is meant to be loved. And um, that sucks. I feel sorry for her, though, because she she can admit her faults. She can admit her flaws. She can admit where she was wrong. Like, you know, I was selfish. I wasn't. I was this. I was that. Like, she's, she's aware. And she was just, you know, it takes a lot for somebody to admit something like that and actually come and be recorded for everybody to see and to judge or whatever. Like, I respect her for that. Like. I don't, you can't, how can you not? But, um, I, that shit suck. I don't ever want to be on that, on that end. Like, I just couldn't do it. Uh-uh, you just ain't have enough money for me. I had to go, baby. No, no, I don't want to ever be on that end. And I hope nobody feels like, oh, they need to be on that end for me. Like, it really sucks, though, like, to, to have to be in that state of mind. And you know it's all your fault. That's crazy. It's real crazy. Mm -mm -mm. I'm trying to see. Because I don't know if I do that. I really wasn't prepared for you guys. I was just ready to give you drops a few jewels for you guys. And I was going to hit the road. So I had to do a little, you know, a little bit more or whatever. But um, Mother's Day is coming up. Hey, please celebrate your moms. Please love on your mothers. Like you only have one. Please admire them. Please love on them. Please appreciate them while they're here because you only get one. You can have a bag of sisters. You can have a bag of brothers. I still love all of them like they're the only one. But, um, you know, that's all you, you only have that one. So please do everything in your power to to love on your mamas especially this weekend on their special day um we deserve it we deserve it honey we deserve to be loved on because it is a lot of work raising these crazy tail kids <laughs> it's a lot of work though and a lot of times we're doing it by ourselves so please love on your mom appreciate your mom um Yes, shower her with gifts, shower her with love, uh, all that good stuff, okay? And I'll see y'all next time. I'm going to try not to stay, stay away for too long, but baby, this is my birthday month. It's about to be a turn up because it's about to be the summertime. I don't even know if I'm going to be ready, to, if I really want to talk to y'all for real. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if I'm if I'm about to be funny style because I'm about to be turning a year older and I don't have time for the bullshit. No, just like... <laughs> I am sick. <laughs> I'm literally sick of it. Like, for real. 
that's my problem. <laughs> the secret's out. I'm sick of it. <laughs> but no, um, yeah. Y'all enjoy the rest of your week. Um, enjoy your Mother's Day, like I was saying. And I'm out, guys. Bye-bye.